Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Our guest today is here to make as much noise for love as possible. That's right. As a socially conscious, creative entrepreneur, she has devoted her life to being a loving force and a guiding voice for positive change in the world. She is the hostess of one of the top-ranked spiritual podcasts, The Jen Mavro Show. She has sat down with some big names. However, we have the privilege of having her in the guest seat today. Jen is one part super connector, one part cosmic love bug, and is looking forward to connecting with you heart to heart, soul to soul. Welcome, Jen Mavros. I'm so excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you so I'm delighted to be here, my love. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you. It has been so nice connecting with you over the last several months. I want to let people know how I first heard your amazing voice and what you're doing in the world. And I'm so excited to have you share that with others. I remember walking the beach one early morning on Marco Island in Florida, and I was just listening to your story about the last several years of what you've been creating and contributing to others. And I literally just felt jolted by some of the words that you said and concepts and ideas. And I'm just so excited for what you're doing with other people and contributing. So I'm so excited to kind of run through that with people. But before we dive in, because that's definitely what I want to do is dive in today. Can you just give us a little background and bio and who you are in the world? Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> that's always like the, the, the question is like, who are you? You're like, where do I start? So basically, nutshell, who I am right now, I I call myself a socially conscious, creative entrepreneur. Uh, And basically, in as few words as possible, I've really, I've devoted my life to being a loving force and a guiding voice for positive change in the world. And that's not just for our planet and our animal friends, but also for us as humanity, collectively. How can we move forward together and do life better? So that's, that is like the nuttest of, weest of nutshells of, to sum it up. But, but basically my business started with a personal brand, which was me, of course, where I would, I would do speaking and coaching, creating online courses, traveling around the world. It was, it's fantastic. And then some things started to percolate and shift. And that's what we're going to talk about today, I'm sure, to where things are stepping, I'm stepping into this next evolution of me and what I'm here to bring to the world and how I'm here to really love humanity forward, which is what I talk about on all of my platforms is loving humanity forward. And and also now loving business forward. How can we as 
if you identify as an entrepreneur or a leader or a business owner, how can we really do better in, in the business space? So I've got a lot of stuff cooking in my kitchen, girlfriend, but I definitely love what you're doing. And I think that the conversation that you are having around living alive and following these nudges is absolutely so imperative to really step into to everyone's next evolution of who they are. So, yes, thank you. Yeah. What has stood out since the first time I um, heard you and then talked to you and have been working with you is that you are absolutely just a force of love. So I feel like your, you know, Jinness is like just a force of love, and how you've had to find ways to bring that purpose and that light and all that love into what is important to you. First of all, humans, just like you said, humans and animals, I know you're a fur mama and, you know, love those animals, but really loving humanity forward and, Mm -hmm. and bringing that love into the place. And then as an entrepreneur, I love business. I love other people's businesses. I love to support other people's businesses, but to take that and to really put that love and that idea that business can be different into something else. And so tell us really kind of what that's looked like as far as moving to me, that love, that energy into these spaces. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's all about making as much noise for love as possible. And so bringing that light and that energy into everything I do. And for me as a person, I, I geek out in two, two spaces, the personal development, like personal growth are the enfoldment of our soul. That is like my, the passion and my love. And I also geek out on business and entrepreneurship. So really bringing those two things together. Um, you know, I've shared my story with you, but you know, over, over the last two plus years, I was really in this really, really strange, uncomfortable transitional space where there was this big pivot on the horizon. I could feel it. I felt things shifting, but I didn't know what things looked like moving forward. Cause we have a tendency, right. To like, want to know the the next 10 steps or more. And so it's oftentimes difficult for us to really live in that surrendered space. So that was what I was really navigating through the last two years, received just tremendous insight through my meditations, through my inspirations when I'm connecting to the divine and to my own, you know, higher self and to my soul and really living that expression of, of what, what information I received. And that that's requiring me to release and let go of of really what I've been building for the last seven plus years in my personal brand to step into this next, next space of what, what I'm, what I feel like I'm here to do now. Okay. So let's back up a little bit because like for people that are like, Oh my gosh, how does this happen? If we back up seven years before you building that personal brand, how did you step into that place? Because I think stepping into your own brand or stepping into entrepreneurship can be so scary. I know it was for me. I know it can be for other people. So what helped you jump in or even see that that was an option for you seven years ago when you started that first piece? Yeah. So I was working corporate. Um, I had a job that I actually really enjoyed and I was really good at it. Uh, but I started to feel this, this kind of calling in, in like the underbelly of, of my, like my core, I started to feel something like a little fire started out really small and then it started to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally got to the point where I could not ignore it. And that calling was really like, 
there's something different. We've got to look at, you know, there's a, there's a different calling for you here. And that's when I really started to, um, that's, that's actually when I started to really step into my, my spiritual journey and step into my spiritual path. And so I started reading and watching as many documentaries and learning, like I'm just researching the ton out of everything that I possibly could around what direction I felt like I was being called into. And finally it got to the point where I was in my, you know, in my J-O-B, my nine to fiver. And it, it became so that my, my, literally my physical body, my energy, my emotions, like everything in me could not do that anymore. And so I had to look at, okay, well, uh, well, you're always, everything's a choice. You always have a choice. So what, what does this look like? What, what, what would be uh, more in alignment with, with my soul calling right now? And that was to, to spread my wings, to literally jump off a cliff and grow my wings down on the way down. And, you know, it took a lot of courage for sure. A lot of bravery to suit up and go into a space that I'd never done before. But I, I knew that I had to, it was, it was almost like my soul was like withering if I didn't. Um, and so I, I'm like, let's do it. And I, I started my business. I was working part-time still. And then I was starting my business on the side. And then when, once I got to the point where I felt comfortable enough to fully let everything go, I did. And thankfully I had, um, I had a cushion of money that I had saved up, which was great. But, and I do want to just preface, like, this is my journey. So, so for some people, if you're, if you are still working like a nine to fiver and you're like, I really want to start my own business or I feel a calling elsewhere. My journey was my experience. So you have to follow your own internal nudges. Just want to preface that. So for me, like I said, I jumped off the cliff. I grew my wings on the way down and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life. It's enabled me so much freedom to be really who I am as, as, as someone who can express themselves more fully, just among many, 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 many other things. It was like I said, it was the best decision I ever made. So from corporate job to jumping off a cliff, starting my own business and realizing that that was absolutely the direction that I was meant to go. And it did take a lot of courage. It did take a lot of bravery. But once I, once I worked myself through those internal voices and that internal chatter uh, enough so that I could do that is when I courageously did what I needed to do. So And one thing that I think that you said that totally stands out is the word alignment. And Mm -hmm. that I think so many times when people are right at that choice of that, you know, taking those two different roads or feeling like you're at the cliff and you have to jump off. And just like you, 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 you described it so well about how it can feel like you're actually withering, like your soul is withering. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's so much easier just to get back into that headspace though, and say, this doesn't make sense. I don't have the resources. I don't know enough people rather you have the money cushion or not. Like there's always those, those reasons you get back in your head. But I love that you use the word alignment because your soul saw that that alignment was so much more important than whatever else I'm sure was rumbling around in your head, making you step away from that cliff. Yeah. And that alignment was so important to you and that that was a priority yeah. to you. Yes, absolutely. I mean, now I live my life. I'm guided by the alignment that I feel. One of my dear friends, and you know her, uh, Brooke, she said this to me. She does, says, does it feel light and right? Like, do, like when you sit yes. with your soul, does it feel light or does it feel heavy? 
Does it feel right or does it feel wrong? And I think that's such a great kind of compass to guide yourself. Yes. Um, but for me at that time, when I was still working corporate, I was getting to the point where I was physically manifesting things into my body. Like I was physically manifesting pain, physically manifesting things that I didn't want in my life. And I knew it was because I had so much resistance to go in uh, and do, do the work that I, I knew that wasn't, it wasn't my calling anymore. It wasn't what I wanted to do. And so when I started to actually feel physical pain in my body, um, and I started to feel obviously the emotional, the spiritual, the, once the physical hit, I was like, Whoa, this is deep. Like, Holy cow. Right. Um, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta look at this. I gotta figure this out. And it's definitely not working a corporate job at this time in my life. And so. I love that you said that it, it just wasn't right for anymore. It doesn't mean yeah. that it was ever wrong or right oh, before. Yeah. It's just a season. And, and Ab- yes. That you weren't like completely attached to that title or that identity. It just wasn't anymore. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm a firm belief. I don't, I, I like to live my life in, in a, I like to look at every opportunity as a growing experience. So even though, um, I don't look at that time in my life and be like, I regret that. Oh man, I should have started sooner. Like it was exactly what I needed in that time in my life. And that, as you said, so, so beautifully, that season of my life, and you're absolutely right. Um, we do, we go through seasons of our life and we have to navigate through those seasons. I mean, sometimes right now in my life, in this exact moment, I'm navigating through a season of my life where I'm feeling very introverted. I'm feeling very, um, needing to be at home, needing to be like, I'm nesting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and that's kind of, I I use the analogy of like almost like a slingshot. I always know that when, when something is about to catapult me forward exponentially, I start to pull back. I start to come inward. I start to do a lot more inner reflecting and contemplating, um, and, and just inquiry with myself. Um, and then, then the next season will probably slingshot me into a very extroverted space in my business and in my life where I'm, you know, the, the season I was just in where I was traveling all around the world and speaking on stages and meeting all of these amazing people. And now I'm the, like the opposite. And, and it's, it's absolutely wonderful for you to honor where you are in the season of your life. Because I, I know that society, and I've definitely struggled with this, like in my, in my brain in the past where you, you know, especially in the business space, we, society has kind of conditioned us to believe that if we're not producing, we're not being productive, we're not moving forward, we're not going and doing and blah, 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 then there's something wrong with us. But we forget that there's actually a really beautiful space in life where it's okay to just be. So there's this beautiful intersection of life, this beautiful blending of doing and being it's it's really the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies coming together um as one and so it's it is important to listen to what season you are in your life and for me right now um i'm like i said i'm i'm in in a more reflective like more of a winter season if you will so yes and thank you for sharing that because i'm really good about shitting all over myself i should be doing this i should be doing that yeah. and- that is a key word when my brain starts using the word should I back off and I do use yep. that light and heavy tool as a compass because 
it's, it's just our society saying you should be doing this. You should be doing this. And I'm like, well, but am I supposed to be? Is that, is that in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing today? So thank you for that. So you create this amazingness of a business and helped thousands of people in all sorts of amazing ways. And then what happened? And, and then what happened to moving in this next season? Yes. So as I mentioned just previously about this, this kind of two-year chunk where I was really confused, it was a really awkward, uncomfortable, messy, and beautiful space in my life where here I am, I have my personal brand. Like, like you said, I mean, I'm traveling around the world. I'm supporting thousands of people every single year. I'm literally like in fuego. I love what I do. I love, love, love it. And this, again, this, the same thing when I was working my corporate job, this kind of like this, uh, calling this nudge starts, starts brewing again. And so for me, I I, was two years, the last two years, I was in this brewing stage again, where I'm like, I know that there's a pivot coming. I don't know what it looks like. And for me in this last evolution, it was really interesting for me to kind of observe and witness my resistance to it. Cause I've never been where I am now, obviously from the level of consciousness that I have now to actually sit back and observe myself feeling and thinking the things that I'm feeling and thinking and observe and witness the resistance that I was having to this change or this calling that I felt like the universe was, was, was like literally dropping these divinely dropped breadcrumbs in front of my path. And so for me, the reason why it was so painful, the reason why these last two years was so messy was because of my resistance. It was because of my fear to step into the complete unknown, unchartered territory. But again, I should listen to my own advice where I, in the, in the last case where I, when I quit my corporate job, I jumped off the cliff and grew my wings down. So I had to relearn that yet again. And what I, what, what really came forward to me was this space of surrender, surrendering into truly the, the, the enfoldment of, of what's next for you and for, and for me and for us. And so I really became a, a good close friend with the energy of surrender. And once I was able to finally surrender into that, it was, it, and surrender feels like I'm leaning back into the arms of the universe you don't feel that tightness. You don't feel that resistance. You don't feel that fear when you're able to surrender. It's just, it's a, it's a letting go. And when I finally got to that space where I was like, I'm tired of this resistance and this messiness. And I was able to just like, let go. It was so like, I just felt myself kind of like beautifully breeze forward. It was amazing. Um, and then all of this stuff opened up all this information and this, this insight in my meditations opened up even more. And then I knew the next step that I was supposed to to take. So surrender is such a powerful force when you can give yourself to that versus feeling that like tightness and resistance. Um, when you can, I feel, I really believe that, you know, we talk a lot about in the personal development space, like trust, we talk a lot, especially trusting yourself, trusting um, the divine. If you have any like spiritual background or soulfulness or whatever, when you can trust, that's a, a really deep level. But what I learned that there's a level even beyond that, it's a level of knowing. So I'm not just like trusting in something outside of myself. I'm, I'm, I believe, and I know that everything is unfolding just as it should for me. 
and for, for my own evolution here as a soul on this planet. And if I really know and believe that everything is, is working out in my favor, it's working out for me instead of, instead of, you know, things are happening to me, they're happening for me then I really have nothing to worry about if you think about it. So that surrender was a huge like shift in my consciousness that really allowed me to take the next step forward. And I love that you brought up the word surrender because I think it's so hard for a lot of us to mm-hmm. use that word surrender or letting go. And you described it in such a beautiful way of what that process really looked like and felt like for you. Because I think just like we said, it goes against, uh, again, what we're taught in society is that I, I, need to, I need to make choices. I need to be in control. I need to be doing. And we just kind of get on that doing wheel of I need to do this and I need to know the steps to move mm-hmm. forward. And I need yep. to know that I can trust this and I need proof that this works. Yep. And all of that stuff that I'm sure you were working through for those two years. I know I've been in similar situations. And then we see other people go through it and we see the frustration and we see the resistance. And I love that that surrender is what really set you free into trusting that it's all for you. You know, that it's nothing's happening to you. It's nothing you can do. It's just, I love the breadcrumbs that you felt this thing in your tummy, whether, you know, you call it a nudge or, you know, that there's that fire in your belly that you couldn't deny again. And then there's these breadcrumbs. And sometimes I call them signs. Like, you can't get away from them. And even if you try to ignore them, which I think is extremely painful to do, rather it shows up in a physical form or um, an emotional form, but you saw these breadcrumbs in front of you and just kept thinking, wow, like this is divine. Like I get this breadcrumb and then I get another one and I get another one. And once I think that we kind of surrender to this thing called life and the unfolding, it's so much fun to play with those. I, I find it fun, like finding the next breadcrumb. It's like a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And, and one thing I feel, I feel, if you don't mind, um, called to mention as well, something that really supported me kind of really through this messy space was uh, my, Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. Uh, he wrote a book called Life Visioning, and he talks about these different like almost steps that we go through where we're, where we first start out, we're in the victim space of one of you, if you're in a victim consciousness and then you move into this next space and, and the, spe- the, the, like the steps or the phases that we move through the, the final phase he was talking about was like, Oh my gosh, that's totally, Whoa. It was like everything for me. So if, if this conversation resonates with you, I would definitely recommend checking out that book. It was really, really pivotal for me and my really moving forward in that surrender space. And I know you're, have not arrived. We're not going to arrive until, nope. you know, <laughs> at the end of our life and yes. learning and growing and contributing. But now that you have stepped into this next place, this thing that you've, you know, felt that fire in your belly, you followed those breadcrumbs, you were able to just kind of surrender to that divine purpose and plan for your life. What does it actually feel like to be in this space now? Yeah. So it's, it's a constant constant surrendering. Um, whereas I, and I'm finding myself where I'll try, like if I'm in a surrender and then I start to come out of the surrender, cause I'm trying to control my surroundings or I'm trying to like figure things out, or I'm trying to know the next 20 steps along down the road. Um, it is a reminder to continue to surrender. And so for me, it's, um, keeping my eyes and my energy and my ears open. Like you were just talking about, it's, it's almost like this treasure hunt when the breadcrumbs fall before you. So for me, it's about reminding myself to stay in the surrendered space 
in the arms of the universe. And literally just when the breadcrumbs arrive, I follow them. Like the, you know, like the Hansel and Gretel, right? Like they're, they they drop the little breadcrumbs. So when a breadcrumbs arrives, I see it, I observe it, I take it in and I go in that direction. And what, what begins to emerge from there is like, I I literally, when I'm living in this surrendered space, I feel like I'm living in the magic of the universe. It feels so magical that it's just like weird. Like it shouldn't be like this, but it's so easeful. It's so beautiful. Like you just feel like you're in harmony with the universe. You're in harmony with all that is. And it just, it feels just divine. It feels like your natural state Uh, and, and so for me, it's a constant reminder to come back to center, to come back into the alignment. Does this feel light and right? Constant remember to surrender in and, and, and really trust that. And, and another thing I just want to add too is, you know, we're, we're very accustomed, at least myself and in, in the business space, I'm just, I'm accustomed to making things happen for myself. Right. So like if we want to do X, Y, and Z, we're accustomed to just stepping forward and doing it and finding a way to make it happen and pushing things through. It's a very, it feels very forced energy. Um, but with this energy, it's very different because it's very, um, it feels flowy. It feels not, not flowy, like wishy-washy, but it just feels easeful and it feels graceful and it feels like it, it it's just perfect, perfectly divine timing. Um, that's the space that I'm living in now, which, which requires me to be in spaces where I am just being right. Like that, like I mentioned before, I'm, I'm right now in a season where I'm being, and I'm not in a highly productive mode. And I've, I, I do find myself at times giving, I I hear myself in my head, giving myself a hard time about that. Like, why are you not producing more? We should be working on this. We should be launching that. And I have to keep correcting myself with love and grace and reminding myself that it's okay to be in a space of being because that next breadcrumb will be arriving. Uh, and, and then I'll be, I'll be perfectly ready for it. The divine time will arrive where I'll move into the next direction. So another thing that I've also observed is that it's a matter of slowing down too. That's another thing that we, we get caught up in, in our, our society today where we feel like we have to move at freaking 500 million miles an hour and go, 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 push, push, push. But when you're living in this surrendered space, you're following the nudges, it requires you to slow down. And that can feel really weird if you're not accustomed to that. So it's just a constant loving myself, practicing my, my, you know, the gratitude practices and my meditation practices and, you know, staying grounded. And, um, it is a constant doing that, um, in order to really, to be in the space where I want to be, which is that surrendered space. So. And it is so awesome to see what you create and who you touch and the lives that you change with what does come out with what is created with the collaboration with different people and different projects. And that, it's, it is this perfectly divine. So it's so awesome to see that all of that comes out of you. And um, I know you've coached hundreds and thousands of people. And when you see that people get right to that place, you know, people get excited. They kind of feel that fire or they, they get that download or they get whatever they, an idea or something that's kind of maybe off their radar and they get excited and they start going through the process and they're really having a tar- hard time surrendering. What do you think are some of the biggest things that people get hung up on 
while they're not like the, the next steps or that surrendering or stepping into that actual space of that flow. Yeah, it's the the expectations that we hold in our in what we think should be happening or we should be further along or it's 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 the expectations we place on ourselves. So if we can if we can lean back into this space, Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith it and I'm totally going to butcher the, what he says, but basically he talks about like, you know, I for many years taught uh, what I call divine manifestation. I had, you know, this process called the Mavros method, method of manifestation where I taught people how to really bring things into their life that they want to manifest. And I got really good at it. I mean, I'm, we're all master manifestors. We really are. Um, we're always manifesting. And what, but what I was doing that, that's different now is that I was, I was really in a, a manifesting from my head more so than then really leaning back and, tr- and and knowing and believing that the universe has a grander plan for me than I can ever possibly imagine in my little feeble human brain. So if I'm able to surrender back into that, the enfoldment that happens and the evolution that happens is so much grander and more more amazing than you could possibly imagine and conjure up in your own mind. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's why I feel like this is, this is the next phase of if you've ever been into manifesting. Um, I know that I, that, that was definitely my jam for many, many years. Surrendering into, into is really this next, this next like change of consciousness. Um, and it's, it's, it's being in harmony and unison with not just yourself. It's looking at a, around you, like taking an, into consideration our beautiful planet and the things that we have. We've got some crazy stuff happening right now on our planet. And, um, you know, being mindful of how we uh, show up in the world. So it's, it's not just, you know, in, in the manifest st- manifestors stage, we typically are focus solely on ourselves. Like, how can I manifest more money? How can I manifest this or that or this opportunity? But this next phase of consciousness is really looking at, you know, how do I, what is my part in the whole? Um, And it's a really, a really beautiful space. But Dr. Bernard Beckwith talks about um, just so, so many beautiful things that I I would definitely (laughs) recommend you all check it out if, if this conversation resonates with you. I love that you kind of brought up the bigger picture of manifesting and then brought in the smaller. And I was just making fun of this last night about like my mind can only think of so many things and big and I, you know, it forgets things when you're manifesting. I was joking around last night, my partner and I went down for sunset. We were talking about that. We manifested each other into this relationship. And I said, yeah, except I forgot to like manifest you with hair. And, you know, we joke around about that. Um, in, in a funny way that is, um, our mind can't think of anything, everything and how life can be so much grander and more purposeful than our brains can ever imagine. And isn't that awesome? Like, it, could you have ever imagined 10 years ago being where you're at or five years ago being I, where you're at? I ne- never would I have imagined that I am where I am. Like literally, like I'm still, I'm still like blown away when I, when I reflect on that. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. So much fun. And I'm so excited for everything that you're creating because um, I love love and I love business and I love that you're putting that together and you're helping people just shine. And that's your gift of just connecting people and connecting people to bigger platforms and stages for them to shine. So I'm so excited that you're who you are in the world and that you're sharing all of this. 
And so thank you so much for your time today um, and speaking to this audience. And so how can people find you or connect with you? Oh, thank you so much, Lev. I appreciate you. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm kind of in this uh, quieter uh, season. Uh, the most recent project that I did is Loving Business Forward, which is lovingbusinessforward.com. Um, and then things are going to be changing on the interwebs as far as how I show up. So um, jenmavros.com will probably always be my hub, but I also have my podcast, thejenmavroshow.com. Um, and those are, those are the best places for now. So exciting. Well, it's been great connecting with you yes. and thank you for just having the courage to step into these spaces and be the best you, because I believe it's about the ripple effect. Of course, it's, um, it's changed your life stepping in and finding that courage and finding these different paths for you, but it's really been about the ripple effect. I mean, because of all the amazing people that you've connected and touched and lives have been changed because you had the courage to do that. And I just always think that when one person has the courage to do it, you know, hundreds and thousands of lives get to be changed for So thank you for having the courage to do that, um, to follow those nudges and to take those steps. Rather, it's a step forward or sideways or backwards or pause or winter time or a season or whatever it is. Thank you for having the courage to step into that and stepping into the best space. Thank you again for your time. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing and having conversations like, like this. Cause I know for me, look, if I had a podcast to tune into an autumn shields, uh, that would be absolutely amazing when I was going through these, these really rocky spaces where I didn't know, like, I'm like, literally what the heck am I doing? What's going on? And you just feel so kind of chaotic and at dis-ease that having this platform, what you're doing is, is going to really, truly help so many people. Thank you for joining us and I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on let's connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.